tradecraft, fortification, disappearing, computer and phone security, spy gear. These are some of the subjects that we will discuss in the next segment of Organized Talking, Fighting Back, Part 2. That is the focus of this edition of Expressions. Welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares Reyes. In today's topic, Organized Stalking, Fighting Back, Part 2. Fortification. Although it is impossible to make your residence completely secure against all potential threats, you can make it far more risky for intruders by taking certain precautions. A full discussion of home security concepts and hardware is beyond the scope. I will mention a few principles here and try to add more information in the future, but I encourage you to invest some time reading more about the subject and exploiting established security practices and technology. Here is an example of some good basic advice on this topic. Begin by implementing standard basic security measures. Secure all your windows from the inside with bolt locks and test them from the outside to ensure integrity. If you have multiple entrance doors, secure all but one of them from the inside with bolt locks before departing so as to restrict access to a single door. Install a simple self-contained alarm system on the entrance door. Arguably, a simpler system will be more difficult for stalkers to defeat than a more expensive, sophisticated, remotely monitored system. Advances in digital audio and video recording devices are making surveillance cameras better and more affordable all the time. Install several small cameras to monitor the entrance from different angles. Various laws could apply depending on the country and region where you reside, but if you determine that it is legally appropriate to implement certain arrangements that are physically dangerous for intruders, that would certainly create some interesting options. Those options could be very cheap and low-tech also, perfect for asymmetrical warfare. If you can develop a foolproof system for not endangering yourself and other innocent people, you might want to consider, for example, the potential of strategically duct-taping razor blades 
to various places in and around your residence. Creatively placed fish hooks, needles, and broken glass can also make your residence less friendly to criminal intruders. Think creatively about how you might arrange for some unpleasant surprises to occur for anyone who visits your residence uninvited while you are not at home. Disappearing. Performing a cleaning run. For most targeted individuals targeted by organized stalking, it is probably not practical to invest a lot of time to master the tradecraft of the intelligence and security industry. However, it is worth taking a look at some of the concepts. In the spying business, a cleaning run is a process by which an individual who is the target of surveillance escapes that surveillance, at least temporarily, by traveling on an unpredictable route over a period of several hours using a series of different means of transportation and exploiting a variety of environments. Busy intersections, deserted areas, underground parking structures with multiple entrances and exits, etc. Obviously, such a run would also require abandoning things which can be tracked by GPS monitoring, such as a personal vehicle. If you are carrying a cell phone, you need to remove the battery. That is the only way to ensure it is not being tracked. Merely turning off the power will not work. Some elements of cleaning runs are technical, but most of it is common sense. The targeted individual needs to have a detailed plan, but also needs to create that plan discreetly. Obviously, for most targeted individuals, cleaning runs are mostly only viable as a short-term way to get off of the radar. A long-term solution would require the ability to live somewhere anonymously, a much bigger challenge, especially in an age of ubiquitous electronic record-keeping, surveillance cameras, and such. It is far more realistic to work at exposing the deep corruption in America's law enforcement and intelligence agencies. That can lead to political efforts to rein in the rodents who profit from the surveillance state. Targeted individuals should take their inspiration from patriots like Edward Snowden. For a deeper look into these kinds of tactics, you might want to purchase a book such as Surveillance Countermeasures, Computer and Phone Security, that is the next topic of this discussion after this break. I know time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out the window. Trying to hold on to didn't even know. I wasted it all just to watch you go. I kept everything inside and even though I tried, it all fell apart. What it meant to me will eventually be a memory of a time I tried so hard. 
Welcome back. We will now discuss computer and phone security. Corrupt current and former agents of intelligence and law enforcement agencies and their corrupt clients will almost always have more financial and technical resources than the individuals that they're stalking. So despite your best efforts, it will be difficult to achieve full computer and phone security. Therefore, you should never assume that your electronic communications have not been compromised. For information that needs to be completely secure, you will need to rely upon non-electronic means. Face-to-face communication in remote, unpredictable locations, handwritten notes, or a typewriter to record information, etc. On the other hand, you can sometimes at least make electronic spying difficult for stalkers by using certain technical countermeasures such as encryption. Electronic security is very much like the physical security of your home. A determined and skilled burglar can get into your house despite your security precautions, but it still makes sense to lock your front door. Similarly, you might never make your electronic data completely unreachable, but it still makes sense to protect your information as much as you can. Anonymous Web Browsing If you want to browse the internet, relatively anonymously, for example, as you search for gang stalking and counter surveillance information, you can download and use the free web browser called Tor. Internet browsing via the Tor network is relatively secure, but it is also very slow. For most of your regular, non-sensitive internet activity, you might want to use Mozilla's popular free open source Firefox browser which is generally rated highly for security. Please note, for whatever reason, the Firefox browser seems to clash with the blog template we use for this website. Remember that you use Google Chrome or Internet Explorer instead when you visit Fight Gang Stalking. Operating systems that can be booted from your flash drive. To further enhance your anonymity, you can use an operating system called Tails, which is designed to work with the Tor network. It will work with almost any computer and can be launched from a USB flash drive, DVD, or SD card. Your files are encrypted and your activity leaves no trace on the computer. Anonymous Search Engines If you wish to avoid using Google as your search engine, since, for example, one of its chairmen was apparently a friend of the war criminal, Henry Kissinger, you can use instead a search engine called StartPage, which is specifically designed to be more anonymous. They build themselves as the world's most private search engine. Another search engine, which does not track its users, is DuckDuckGo. Internet search techniques. Even though most search engine queries 
are simple. If you want to dig more deeply into the information available online, it is worth learning more about research, tools, and strategies. It is a bit outdated, but it was created in 2007, but it will also help you sharpen your skills for exploring the internet. or untangling the web. Encrypted email. If you want to encrypt your communications, such as emails, you can use a program called Pretty Good Privacy, or PGP. The simplest way to exploit the advantages of Pretty Good Privacy encryption is to use a free email service called Hushmail. You can set up a free account in about two minutes. You will need also to have your friends and relatives create Hushmail accounts. When emails are exchanged between two users of Hushmail, the contents are automatically encrypted. Of course, Big Brother's vast army of mathematicians and hackers at the NSA presumably have little trouble defeating such security in various ways but it is better to at least make the effort to be as secure as possible. You can set up a free account at hushmail.com. The only drawback to the free version of their service is that you might or you must log in at least once every three weeks to keep it active. Another reputable free email service which uses encryption is RiseUp. They also offer other secure communication services such as voice and video chat and virtual private networks or VPN. Testing your computer's firewall. Gibson Research is a well-established source of information and software regarding computer security. At their website, you can test the security of your computer's firewall. Visit their website and scroll down to the bottom of the page and click Proceed. On the next page, click the button that says GRC's Instant UPNP UPNP Exposure Test Ad Blocking Applications as you probably know, most online advertisements are targeted, as much as possible, toward particular consumers based on data about them. For example, if you perform a Google search for a particular product or service, you are likely to begin seeing pop-up ads related to that subject. Sometimes gang stalkers exploit this by targeting your computer's IP address and online accounts with ads specifically intended to harass you. At one point, the local gang stalking crew in my neighborhood began dropping life insurance brochures on the walkways to my door inside my courtyard. Then they followed up 
with a barrage of internet ads about life insurance just to drive to the point home. It was a classic, no fingerprints form of gang stalking threat because it's difficult to persuade others, let alone prove that the brochures and ads are not simply coincidental. The threat was reinforced with the online ad that was ostensibly an ad for a novel. You can eliminate most, but not all pop-up ads by downloading an ad-blocking application. Among the best of these programs is AdMuncher, which is now available for free. Electronic Frontier Foundation, EFF. For a more comprehensive look at how to protect your computer from Big Brother surveillance, you can refer to a guide. The guide, Nonprofit Electronic Frontier Foundation, Electronic Privacy Information Center, or EPIC. Another reputable non-profit organization that fights against anti-American spying on computer activities is the Electronic Privacy Information Center, or EPIC. And here is their list, web list, of some recommended privacy tools. Encrypted smartphones. Some smartphones offer encrypted voice calls and text messages. Face-to-face communication. Every form of electronic communication can be potentially compromised. If you are discussing matters you wish to keep private, face-to-face conversations should be used instead whenever possible. Go outside and find an unpredictable location for your discussion. Privacy for indoor conversations can be greatly enhanced by using the effect of white noise. One way to do this is to stand close to a sink, turn on the water full blast, and speak quietly. It can be nearly impossible to detect conversation in that situation. Coming up next, we will discuss spy gear right after the break. Welcome back. Spy gear. Products available. I have no personal knowledge of this particular company, but it seems to offer a wide range of products. So this will give you an idea of what is on the market. It is mostly obvious how the devices featured 
could be used to document or disrupt the activities of the criminals who perpetrate organized stalking. Bug Detectors From my brief online survey of bug detection, camera and microphone detection hardware, it seems that detectors range from about $80 for basic portable devices to about $2,700 for professional-grade, state-of-the-art equipment. The obvious question is, how much do you need to spend to obtain gear you can have confidence in? That is difficult to say because distributors, who presumably have the most expertise, also have an incentive to sell you the priciest gear. The following is just some basic information from various online sources. My thanks and apologies to whoever wrote it. Technology information should be frequently updated, of course, but this is fairly general advice. Purchase a counter-surveillance device that can detect the magnetic fields and electrical noise produced by computer circuitry. Many surveillance cameras and audio bugs emit radio waves and can be identified by a standard RF or radio frequency detection device. Conduct a sweep of your home with your bug detector. Surveillance devices are often hidden in walls or ceilings, so look for any spots that appear to be spackled or recently spackled. However, with the decreasing size of surveillance equipment, they can be concealed virtually anywhere. Household objects such as pens, clocks, lamps, and even watches may contain devices to see and hear what you're doing. Repeat sweeps frequently. Many surveillance devices can switch frequencies or shut off or on to avoid standard detection equipment. And, of course, a device might simply have a dead battery until someone replaces it. Small bug detectors might be used to track audio bugs in the phones or near the phones. Larger bug trackers measuring the size of a briefcase can track spy cameras audio spy equipment and have much more functions than smaller ones. Of course, such detectors cost more also. More advanced bug detectors not only allow you to detect any bugs in the room, they can also steal the RF signal and display what the security camera sees. If the CCT cameras don't use any signal encoding, then such spy cam bug detectors will easily display you the wireless camera's view. How a bug detector works. Wireless devices like spy cameras or even computer networks work by sending radio signals from one location to another. Such signals are called RF, which refers to radio frequency. Such devices 
use RF signals to communicate with the receivers. Now a bug detector simply scans the whole room or office for such radio signals and reports to you when it detects anything. Please note, if you're doing surveillance in your house, then turning off some wireless devices like cell phones could be a good idea. This is just to help you better track and spot bugs or spy cameras in the room. Frequency range. Usually, bug detectors operate in 2 gigahertz or 3 gigahertz frequency range. Now, most spy devices also operate in this range, so there are no problems spotting a bug in that range. However, some more sophisticated spies will change the frequency of a bug to a higher level, like 4 gigahertz or 6 gigahertz. Then, a common bug tracking device won't be able to catch any frequencies, but a more advanced solution will do the job. There are powerful bug detectors for private investigators, or the ones that police use, which can detect RF signals even up to 9 gigahertz. They cost more, but they'll spot any bug in the room without problems. Can surveillance bugs spot wired CCT cameras? Most bug detectors are able to track almost any wireless spy device that uses RF signals, whether it is a wireless mini hidden camera, a phone bug, or a Bluetooth spy cam. But detecting hardwired cameras was a little problem. It's simply because they don't use radio frequency signals to transmit data between the transmitter and the receiver. Now, powerful bug tracking devices can spot even wired CCTV cameras in the area. The Expressions Podcast has been brought to you by Anchor. I want to thank you all for listening. Like what you just heard? Then please make a small donation to sustain future episodes at anchor.fm slash Sierra Tavares Reyes. Thank you.